Henry woke up to two sleepy heads on either side of his hospital bed. He had since been moved to the ward for recovery. He was healing fast as per nurse observation shit that he took and read. He didn't fancy being in the hospital at all. He didn't find anything interesting about the whole setup except the nurse and the doctors. He thought they can be very attractive, especially when when they are really deep into their work, so deep that he imagines everything disappear from his mind. <clears throat> Talking of the devil, the nurse just appeared as the as he was thinking of the nurses. She wanted to know how he was feeling and if he had eaten anything at all. As the nurse continued to check on the IV lines and wound treatments, she jokingly asked how it felt being in the cold blizzard with nothing but silk robe. Henry could help, couldn't help himself but to laugh rather uncontrollably. The nurse warned him, warned him to come to calm down, as laughing too much can aggravate the wounds. Henry, you are a joker here, nurse. You are the joker here, nurse. I didn't start nothing. All right, you rest now. I'll be back later with your medicine in case you need me. Just press the nurse dial. And yeah, you, you have been a sight for sore eyes. Thank you so much. I'll be pressing your bar your buttons real soon. As he laughed, the duo woke up. They were surprised to see him laughing like he wasn't in the hospital. Oh look, if it isn't the magical duo. How how many kids are you expecting by now? Didn't you all shag in the bathroom again? Come on bro, it's nothing like that. How are you feeling? How are you feeling now? You gave us such a fright, said Phoenix. I felt lonely when I woke up and you took my ladies. So I went out to look for some more. But, Verve Cl but, but Lady Verveclicquet couldn't let me go further than the hotel garden, expressed Henry. You could have just called any of us. What was wrong with your phone? asked Sophie. Right. It passed my mind that phones actually exist. All I could think of was my lady Verveclicquet. As soon as I downed her golden self, she took me over and I started missing my lady. My ladies, said Henry. Now that's very sweet. Next time, if we get next time, I will personally make sure that lady Verveclicquet keeps her distance from my man's, winked Sophie. Now they won't hold you too long. We spoke to, to the doctor and he said you'll be out out of here in no time, Phoenix said, while looking around for whatever reason. Yeah, even Lady Velcliquet can't keep this good man down. You know, before I actually went unconscious, I pledged to myself that they'll never take me alive. Next thing, I woke up with you two lovebirds 
sleeping on on me and some cards all over my groin loved henry <laughs> yeah we had no no pass we had to pass the time somehow so we decided to play some cards but later got too tired and just slept by the way there were two gentlemen and a lady a very beautiful but tough lady who came by before we fell asleep uh, they came to check up on you phoenix responded sophie do you know them can you give me a proper description and their possible intention from your deduction urged henry no i never saw the gentleman before nor the lady but they were more they were most definitely not user friendly said laughed sophie tell me more i don't like surprises henry said Okay, the gentlemen were obviously her bodyguards, but she didn't need them. From the looks of her physique, the way she carried herself and how she spoke, she must possibly have been trained by the elites. For her to come around with some bodyguards must mean that something else is at play here. So I best advise we hurry we hurry you up. We hurry you up here and get going. Sophie said rather seriously. Now how do you expect him to hurry up the healing? Things take time in real life. This is not utopia, you know. Uh, Phoenix said to Sophie, trying to sound concerned, thought there was something obviously taking his attention. Talk to me, young man. What's getting your vibes this time? Is it Elena? Is it it's it isn't Elena, is it? If it's about the money, you can have it all. I was going to give it all to you as I promised. Plus my card. Henry pulled out a blood-stained golden card with inscriptions on it. Business details, Phoenix presumed. Phoenix took some tissue and accepted the card, put it into his pocket without without saying anything. A pregnant silence fell upon them. For a good minute and so or so, none of them said anything to the other. With a deep breath, Sophie sighed. We took your boy to see his Kate last night. All right. We thought you just passed out from the drinking, so we rested you and went out. Ah, the vibey has some game in his blood i see so tell did you finally hit it he asked ah you know how crowded that place can be and with charlie's angels all over me all i could get in was a lip perk phoenix said with a smile we needed a wing lady he is all rusted up and, uh, and and needs some more oils in his parts if he will survive the date, said Sophie. Oh, wow. He even got in a date request. And there I was half frozen, bleeding out because Lady Vevclicquette made me anxious about losing my ladies to Vibe. An interesting turn of events, all in my head. Laughing Henry, somewhat softly in admittance, of his flaw.
And that's why I love you, my man. Your bounce back game is on point. Nothing like this vibe of yours. Always throwing tantrums and being narrow-minded. Sophie scolded. Henry, the vibe will learn and he will excel above all. I can feel it in him. Now tell me more. How much oil my lady will have to put on your parts? Henry kept laughing and couldn't stop. The nurse came rushing in and urging him to come down and them to go out. Come on, nurse. We are not that loud, said Phoenix. You are not to come back in here until visiting hours to, tomorrow afternoon. Now be on your way, said the nurse. They bid farewell to Henry, who, as they walked away, started protesting. They'll never take me alive. He will be fine. He needs the time out anyway. He never stops drinking, said Sophie. So you and I, we are far apart, just to be clear, okay? I'll help you get your Elena as part of something I want you to do for me later on, all right? Sophie said as she stared dead eyes into Phoenix's face. Sure, whatever gets me out of these dry spells when I have to get back there. As long as you don't weigh me down with your crazy self, yeah, agreed Phoenix. Prepare yourself for the most interesting trips you've ever had freeze that little heart of yours as in switch it off and turn it to stone or whatever you have to do to not show that intense emotional self that makes you too vulnerable sophie urged him another philosophical statement some of these expressions have to come with explanations or simplifications of the list. I don't even get what y'all are really about, cried Phoenix. That's right. That's right there. That right there. You are too filled up with all with all these feelings like like a nagging hole, said Sophie. The audacity of a hole to call me a hole, he said. She laughed it off and I had to get back at you somehow, you know. You can't just get away with it like that, you know. He didn't find it funny. She she hooked into his arm and they headed outside. She seemed to have an effect to, to have an effect on him that's almost magical. She 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 has the ability, she has an ability to both make him extremely mad at her so much that he wants to tear her apart. Then in a split second, she touches him and he is hijacked by what seemed like the feeling one gets from a full acupuncture session that included a happy ending. All in one touch. <laughs> he was left puzzled but ignored 
ignored it, thinking that it must be the cold breeze as as the as they got from inside the hospital to the outside. Maybe they stayed inside too long, he thought. She wasn't saying anything, as if she knew precisely what she was doing to him. She clanked onto him, giving the people around an impression of them being a couple. She loved the feeling as all the ladies passed by with jealousy and with jealous envious looks on their faces. Is there is there a special dietary restriction to this phoenix in human form? She asked softly. Well, not really. I just don't do too much of anything. I like to balance it all out depend on the season and the taking. Although I'm not a fan of crusty anything. Not to say I won't take it. I mean, I was balls deep into my dry spell about a week ago, he said. So I can't, I can't seem to place you. Don't know whether to think of you as a soupy kind of meaty kind, maybe the well done type, or could be that you like, you, you like, <laughs> you like it like me, exotica. She winked and bounced around him while picking up some snow and threw it throw it at his face. I don't do snowball fights. It's been over 15 years and I didn't throw a snowball. He said as she kept throwing, as she kept the snowballs coming at him, hitting his face mostly. Now you've done it. He picked her up and they crashed into some snowman heap nearby. For a second they had one of those staring moments their face their faces came really close together she perked him softly closed her eyes and kicked him off her next time you don't do that i'll kick your nuts out she said while she held held out her hand to help him up he got up he got up himself thinking of how crazy everything is I guess this this will be my new normal. When when things are going good, they are great, going really good. When shit when shit goes haywire, it hits the fan. It's real hard, he exclaimed. She laughed and moved him moved into him to hug him. It's all part of getting rid of those soft guards around your heart. How do you people balance it? I'm asking from a point of possibility that I have accepted that these soft guards are my flaw. He uncovered. She smiled. She smiled even more, saying not, saying not and just kept, saying nothing and just kept on smiling. He remained puzzled. She said, I'm satisfied with my care. Now, am I supposed to recite that after you or what? What do you mean you're satisfied with your care? She went on explaining that when she was in her developmental stage stages, she would get heartbroken and her feelings all twisted in twirls. She never thought 
would one day untangle amongst other deep cuts. Then, as she watched Big Hero 6, Hero would say, I'm satisfied with my care. And then, and that's when Baymax deactivated. When she felt overwhelmed by her life and development, she would say to herself, I'm satisfied with my care. After which she would, she would will herself to sort of deactivate and go into, willing, into healing mode. She described this, me this method being her saving grace when she thought nothing could save her from her developmental stages. She was left with more questions. He was left with more questions, thinking it's all part of the philosophy she and Henry shared. And one he needed to get on with real soon. He decided to go with the flow, with her flow. How deep were you hurt? And how long did it take you to fully heal? He asked as if trying to act like he understood her. It's never really over. The wound run deep, like the deep sea trenches run the sea floor. Much like how nature is riddled with its constant burns to growth and growth to bends. The wounds keep reopening up as they heal. I kept with it for some years, maybe five years, after which I became like a, it, it became like a reflex. Whenever the wounds would open up, I'd heal them without needing to pay attention to, to pay them much attention or without having much downtime. It's the process of nature's protection. Learning is our most important ability to adapt. And so I've learned to cope, but never to get too close. She expressed while looking in the distance as if looking for inspiration in the white covering of the snow of the bushes. I'm surprised you are not complaining of the cold. There's a cafe down the road, he signaled her with a head tilt while having both his hands in, the, in his jacket. She clanked on him once more, signaling him to lead the way. They maintained some silence as they made their way down the road, both in their own heads. He was stuck in his own thoughts, thinking of how she perfected him so much, but yet remained on her toes, rather on edge about him, around him. She talks to him as if they knew each other from forever ago. He thought and smiled as, as he looked at her, causing up in, into his arm. He offered to carry her. She laughed at him, saying, I'll break you down. Dynamites come in small packages, he said. Even extra small dynamites still have use? She laughed frankly as she pushed, as she paused to hip or to, to hop onto his back. He carried her till the cafe entrance. As she hopped off, she expressed how amazed she was at how strong he actually is and how surprised she was that he was breathing, that he wasn't breathing like a tired dog. 
<laughs> she laughed on. Let's get in before you catch a cold, Sophie, he urged. 